the show where we answer all of your cooking queries. I'm Jamie. And I'm Em. And we've got a more low-key, chill episode for you here today. Um, Today's date is March 1st. It is... Shit. (laughs) It's week nine. Oh, yeah, it is. Also coming up to one year, but I'm not... I don't know about you, but I'm not ready for this week. (laughs) Um, I have... I'm just more in shock of, like, wow, I'm gonna be heading into, like, my final quarter pretty soon. Um, but, like, otherwise my, my load is okay. It's manageable. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very happy about that for you. Jamie's got dead eyes as they look at me. And for some reason, the first thing I thought of when you came in with that intro was, like, wow, you sound like you're trying to adopt a radio voice, like those late night host radio talk show. No, I'm just really tired. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, now that we're here, you know, we'll kick off like we normally do. What's the favorite food you've made in the last two weeks, Jamie? Um, I gotta be frank. I haven't really done a ton of cooking this past couple of weeks. I think I made breakfast for dinner at one point, and that was really fun. But, oh, on Friday, I finally had, like, a little burst of energy. I was running on two hours of sleep. Love that. And I was like, well, we can't stop, like, we gotta stop ordering, like, takeout, and I can't, like, ask my roommates to cook again. So... I found some pasta shells, I made a bechamel, I cut up some mushrooms, and then I had some artichoke hearts and some sausage and just threw it all together. And it was tasty. It could have used a little cheese, but we were, like, out of groceries, so, Mm -hmm. you know. It'd be like that. Tasty times. That sounds really good. Yeah. I think on my end, I actually made... You smelled it when you were coming in. Um, I decided because I do intermittent fasting for, like, 16 hours, so the times that I do start eating is, like, kind of varies day to day. So today, it was, like, way past lunch, but I was like, you know what? Screw it. I want to make pancakes, and I don't even like pancakes that much, but I like the process of making them. So I decided to make some protein powder, banana pancakes. I can see the look in Jamie's face. (laughs) Um, What, What look? Well, because, like, you love pancakes. And so you go buy, like, a traditional buttermilk. You're very fond of them. And here I go, like, you know, making them unsacrilegious. I have a, I have a confession. Yeah? When I first moved into the apartment, one of my roommates had gone to Costco, and she had, like, moved in first. So we have a 10-pound bag of buttermilk pancake mix. Oh my gosh. I know exactly what you're talking about because my mom bought that same bag and we never opened it. I told her, why did you... We're never going to use this. She was like, you never know. And we never did, so she returned it. And that's horrifying. I'm so sorry. I mean, you could make pancakes. No, that's... I mean, that's what I used to make pancakes because it's like, well, what else am I going to do with it, you know? It, it, It gets the job done but it also really makes me miss like you know homemade real pancakes yeah 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 okay well let's dive right in um our main question for the hotline today comes from megan uh megan asks 
Recently, I've been trying to incorporate vegan foods into my diet for health and environmental reasons. That said, I'm still very new to it and could use some advice. Do you all have any vegan recipes or restaurants I should I need to try? Let's dive into the cooking and then um you're our go-to foodie, so um you've got a lot of a lot of restaurants to talk about as well because I don't I don't know where to go to eat. <laughs> um, anyways, with cooking, the main thing to keep in mind when it comes to like going vegan or vegetarian um, is to make sure that you're still keeping like protein and iron in your diet uh, because a lot of that for the, the the standard American diet, which is horrible, um, like a lot of your protein and iron will come from meat and red meat specifically. Um, that being said, y- you don't just have to eat like tofu or tempeh, you know? Protein comes in a lot of different forms, um, not just in your standard meat substitutes. So with that in mind, I'm trying to think about foods that like don't necessarily have to highlight meat as a main dish. And because of that, like, yes, tofu, yes, tempeh are delightful and delicious, but like I'm going to talk about other things. Um, to, to kick things off, leafy greens, protein-rich leafy greens are your friend. Um, incorporating things like watercress, spinach, and collard greens in your cooking are all going to be really good. I personally love a good watercress soup. Yum. I and totally know exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. That is so good. It, it is really good. And then I was thinking some more, and it feels a little sacrilegious, but I was like, wait, like, Miso and, like, miso paste are all, like, vegan. Like, I don't... I can't think of any, like, animal products that they add to it. No, unless, yeah, no. so, like, deadass just, like, making miso soup and then throwing in a handful of greens. Well, miso soup typically has the fish yeah. stock. Yeah, So, but... you know, you don't have to use the fish stock to accompany the miso paste, but, you know, that's, yeah. that's there. Yeah. If you really want to, you can sub in like, a vegetable broth of some sort, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, just at the last minute, add in some blanched greens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. In addition, you know, like, people think vegetarian or vegan dishes are all variations of salad, which is, to a degree, you know, it is all plants, but it doesn't have to necessarily be a boring salad. So some things you can do is vary the greens that you go with it. So, you know, there's a ton of options for beans. There's lentils, farro. Did I say that right? Uh, farro? Farro? Yeah, farro. Um, barley, quinoa. Um, obviously, like, great option are rice bowls, and those are pretty widespread. You know, um, you probably have rice at home, even. So beans and rice classics and you can get them dried so you cook with them for yourself or you can get them canned which is a great convenient alternative for when one you don't have the time to cook your beans but two if you're just starting out because those you know are already prepped for you yeah um and then just in certain applications you like it's always good to like use dried beans but like certain things like canned beans are better for depending on what you're cooking for things like soups if you're able to, like, dried beans, like, having them soak overnight and then throwing them in soups, such a good move, um, because canned beans will tend to get soggy in, like, things that require long cooking, um, but besides that, yeah, canned beans, dried beans, always good to have on hand, they're super cheap, 
They're high in protein. They're delicious. You can do so many things with them. Um, I just really love beans. Yeah. Jamie's definitely team bean. But even if you don't, you know, want to have beans or, you know, thinking of something else to use, uh, sauces are a great addition. Seasonings, herbs, and spices, you know, we, there's the running joke that, like, you know, Americans only use salt and pepper, if that, for their cooking. So, you know, branch out. And, you know, spices at, you know, the grocery store can sometimes seem to be expensive at first. Um, but, like, once you have your arsenal, it will take a long time for you to finish those. So don't bulk at, like, the prices of spices, um, because once you learn how to use them, it'll last you. And it'll be so worth the investment because, one, you'll have great flavors to work with, and two, you know, you'll have a more fun time making foods that you're actually excited to eat. Yeah, because salt and pepper, while delicious, is very boring. Oh, yeah. On a side note, I'm just thinking about my spices at my apartment. I inherited what I call the spice box from my brother. I don't know if I told you about this. No, um, this is very new to me. Um, but my brother and his roommates over the years, because he basically graduated by the time I needed to move into an apartment, like they all just kind of left their spices with him, and then he just kind of gave it to me. Um, it's just this like big ass, almost like pseudo like australian tupperware box and it's just full of spices that's awesome (laughs) yeah so but the thing is we don't have space in our like kitchen for it yeah so we have to put it like above like our tallest pantry the most inconvenient place (laughs) so like and then i have i have three roommates one of them is like a little taller than me and then the other two are like under five two <laughs> so every time they want to like get even like fucking garlic powder they need to like step onto our little step stool and like try to get the spice box um, but yeah that is those those are the spices and they are good and they are delicious and honestly garlic powder is your friend i yeah i don't think i could like not cook any like i don't think i could cook as well as i do without just garlic powder it is the queen of the kitchen yeah truly yeah and you know as we talk about cooking with these and you might not have any idea of where to start youtube and just looking up recipes using blank ingredient or like easy vegan recipes easy vegetarian tons of stuff will pop up you just have to have the diligence to go through this monotonous task. And even if you don't follow a recipe to a T, like say you watch a YouTube video and you feel really inspired, be okay with deviating because the purpose of structured recipes is that once you have that in mind and kind of mastered what needs to go behind a recipe, that you don't need to keep looking at it in order to keep cooking. Yeah. That being said, a good basic recipe to follow, just a basic rice bowl. What I personally like in the rice bowl is not rice. <laughs> um, although, if I have the choice, if I want like, like the whole bowl esque. Um, oh my goodness! Yeah, <laughs> rice bowls, brown rice over white rice because white rice is just like a little too sticky. Mm. Um, so you got the brown rice. Um, I like edamame with mine. Um, you can also throw in a little bit of seaweed on top, but edamame some corn, some roasted carrots, maybe some squash. Oh, so good. 
And with the brown rice, you can also switch it up, change it to farro, change it to quinoa. And when you cook those grains, cook it in some vegetable broth, throw in like a, like a minced clove of garlic, and it, it tastes real bomb. It tastes real, real bomb. Okay. That well, sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, we're, as much as we could go on and on about recipes, if, you know, you don't feel like cooking, there's still plenty of options in Eugene for restaurants that do serve vegetarian and vegan cooking. So, one of the Eugene classics is Cornbread Cafe. You've probably heard of it. You know, super well known in the community. Morning Glory Cafe is the oldest vegetarian restaurant in Eugene. They've been around for a while, and I will say I personally love their dish Three Sisters. It's a hash that's got sauce and a bunch of vegetables on top. The portion value is great, and even as takeout, it still holds its part crunch, part like ooey gooey sauciness really well, so it doesn't come out soggy. That's my recommendation for Three Sisters. Or not, for Three Sisters, which you can get at Morning Glory. Um, Another, you know, classic is Viva Vegetarian. They're a food truck um, that's right by Makoto Japanese Restaurant. Um, They're in a parking lot, so you don't need to worry about, like, parking. And, you know, a staple that's around Oregon in general is Cafe Yum. Fun fact, they started in Eugene. So, you know, there's a few locations um, in town. And... In my opinion, they're a little overpriced, but they're still delicious. They're still delicious. And if you're looking for more food truck options, Peaceful Palette Food Truck, Da Nang Vietnamese Eatery, and Tam's Place Vietnamese Cuisine are three great options. Um, The two Vietnamese food trucks, they also have um, options with meat. So, you know, you can just request vegetarian and they will be able to accommodate them. Um, And for a note, of other restaurants because there's a growing number of restaurants who have vegetarian or vegan options or substitutions just note that some of them will have a higher price tag because the substitution may be a little bit more expensive Um, so just keep your eye out and just know that if you want to have like those lower price tags it's better to go to a place that is specifically vegan or vegetarian But yeah, they're all delicious, all tasty, and I hope you can go out there and safely try those vegetarian vegan restaurants in Eugene. Jamie just did the motion of a finger teardrop coming down their face. You'll get to eat there. You still got like two out of two years around in the community. Yeah, that's true. It's just, I I miss food. Yeah, there's just so much to eat. I could go on and on. (laughs) but I will stop myself for the sake of the other great topics that we've got on hand yeah moving on we've got some COVID stats so as of today which is March 1st did I say 2020 earlier because I have a feeling I might have said 2020 I have no idea either way it's 2021 and I refuse to believe that but that's okay um For the past seven days, there have been 31 positive cases for off-campus students, 18 positive cases for on-campus students, and one positive case for an employee. So, as you can see, many people are still getting COVID, even though we have been moved down to a high-risk level. 
What this means is that restaurants can now allow indoor dining. If you're asking us, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, just just don't. Um, there are so there are so plenty of options. You can still do takeout. You can still, um, you know, cook your own food. But eat outside. Eat outside. Have a picnic. Don't you know all the uh, the thing that that really grinds my gears that that. It's, it's when people, like, ha- when businesses, like, have the outdoor dining, but it's literally a tent that they zip shut, so it, it, it it's it's indoor dining, but they can call it outdoor dining, and it, it grinds my gears, and it makes me sad, because it's, it's not helping, it's not helping, it's not good, things are still, you know, all over the place, even as people are getting access to vaccines, we, we are still getting positive cases of COVID, so be safe, exercise, common sense, and... Stay, stay on your toes. Stay on your toes. Don't eat indoor. I mean, eat in. <laughs> stay Don't. on your toes in that despite this status being on Lane County and it's like, oh my gosh, we can eat indoors. The title is still high risk. So that still means that COVID is still quite rampant and that you just need to be extra careful. So as vaccines are still rolling out and the status gradually is improving you should still be cautious and weary because as much as we want things to return to normal that won't happen if we celebrate at the tiniest milestones this one being from extreme to high (laughs) until there is no risk exercise caution yes thank you for that um of course Moving on, I'm I'm the one who feels hacked. I don't have any hacks for the Fortnite today, so let's uh hop on over to your favorite segment. Ayo, <laughs> I'm not gonna do the drum roll. I'm not gonna do. The, should I do the drum roll? I'm going. You know you want to. <laughs> I do. Hashtag not sponsored. Oh my gosh, that was a very different drum roll from last Yeah, because usually I do da-da-da-da-da, I think. Da-da-da-da-da. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know anymore. I'm just really excited to talk about things we love. Yeah, well, what do you love today? <laughs> <laughs> what do I love today? Well, um, I actually kind of struggled today because I feel like my inventory hasn't really, like, changed much. Um, but for today, what I've been loving is... I mentioned it earlier, handashi. So if you didn't know, handashi is this bonito soup stock flake kind of product. Um, it comes like in large bags, but I've just got like a little tiny shaker with me. Uh, again, like it says, it's soup stock. So you typically pour this into, you know, your vat of water and boil it and it becomes fish stock. Whoa. What I like to do is also mix it in my cooking. So sometimes in place of putting salt, I'll sprinkle this on um, and then let it cook because I feel like it adds in kind of some extra fishiness flavor that I quite enjoy. Um, And the salt flavor, I think, is just generally a lot stronger, um, even if I don't get that fishiness. And I have like a giant container of this and I just fill up my little baby one. Uh, It takes quite a while to like actually go through a whole lot of it. So it might be a little bit weird to might be a little bit strange to see like 
a kind of high price tag on an item that seems like as simple as like fish flakes essentially but it does take quite a while to like go through it and i it's quite worth the investment if you are one wanting to find an ingredient that will kind of spice up your soups or cooking um and two like it, it's just like so cute to look at this like tiny container it's got like a little red top and the illustrations are really cute this doesn't have a specific like brand on it it just says hundashi in blue lettering and it just <laughs> very great sorry <laughs> that's what i love that's my hashtag now sponsored please sponsor me hundashi i'd love i'd love to just have another giant container of this it's great. What about you, Jamie? What do you love? Sorry, I got a little distracted just now. I <laughs> Oh, no worries. Yeah. I cut my finger with a knife. Earlier? No. Do you want a band-aid? No, it's like, you know, it kind of broke like that first layer of skin, but it's fine. It's because oh. reeds and I didn't realize it. And then yeah. Anyways, cool. Um <laughs> Cool. You got a cut <laughs> in your finger. Cool. <laughs> yeah, this is only like what, the third time I've, I've cut myself? it's fine it's fine it's fine everything's fine everything's so great right now um but my hashtag not sponsored product of the week is actually something i haven't eaten in a really long time (laughs) i've just been thinking about it because i've been talking with my parental unit Mm -hmm. as of late and then she's just like oh yeah i made this and i made this and i made this and when you come home i want to make this for you and so i've just been thinking about my mother's cooking and then I thought about, like, something I really like from her, and that is egg tofu. Oh, are you talking about, like, the one that's, like, circular? Uh-huh. You can buy that in Eugene. I know you can buy it in Eugene, but guess who hasn't? <laughs> like, do you want to do a grocery run later? This week? No, it's fine. My my roommate went to Sunrise, like, earlier today. Did they get it? No, because... Oh, like, my God. Okay, here's what happened. I was, like, in my room, and she called me... And she was like, I'm at sunrise, do you want anything? Mm-hmm. But her phone's, like, audio quality was really bad, so she called me and I heard, I'm at Starbucks, do you want anything? Huh? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm good. Um, and then she came in with, like, all of these things she bought from sunrise, and I was like, oh, well, that was a mistake <laughs> on my end. But anyways, I'm, I'm going off on a wild tangent. Egg tofu is... A delicious, silky product that is made out of egg and doesn't contain any soybean or soy products. Okay. Yeah. It's it's all egg. I mean, I knew that, but... Okay, I and forgot. for the viewers, for, for the listeners, for the listeners. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to be informative okay, okay, here. Okay, okay, continue, continue. Um, don't harsh my mellow. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hate that. Go on. Anyways, you can find it at most um, Asian grocery stores and even some, like, bougier grocery stores in in Eugene but it comes in these like tube to like plastic tubular packages um and you cut it open and you just have a log of egg tofu and it's super soft and it's super smooth and so my favorite thing to do with it is to slice it up and then uh pan fry it until it's crispy or golden on each side and you can do so many things with this. You can just make a little sauce, add in some mushrooms, and toss it with that. Like, literally any kind of marinade or any kind of um, seasoning or flavoring that you want, you can add it to it, and it'll be delicious. 
and I've just been <laughs> thinking about it for a really long time and I miss it and I want to eat it and I can't wait to do that hopefully soon damn but Jamie if you wanted it so bad we could have just gone on a shopping trip for a cheese it really just hit me like today how much I missed it because I was like missing my mother's cooking mm. yeah that's the main thing Uh, Basically, my hashtag not sponsor for the week is my mother's food, but I can't really advertise that right now. So the best, the next best thing is egg tofu. We love nostalgia. We love nostalgia. Um, But I agree. I personally also love um, this egg tofu. My favorite, I think when I, like my sophomore year, when I first moved out, I just got like a bunch of that and I would be just so lazy. I just cut up the tofu and then have it with soy sauce and onion over rice. Just, you know, a simple staple. Yeah. Totally delicious, fail proof. Unless, you know, you burn it, but also how could you burn it? It's like water based. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. anyway, we digress, but you know, ten out of ten if you can get it, get your hands on it. It's delicious. So, moving on. As always, we will have food security resources uh, linked below. We've talked about them before in previous episodes, and they haven't changed. Um, just really quickly, we have Community Fridges, Ways to Taste Eugene, Burrito Brigade, um, Core, as well as other food resources that are provided by the Dean of Students. And if you want more information on those, those are all going to be linked in the description below. Yeah. And with that, our low-key episode has come to an end. Thank you all for listening. Um, If you have any questions, you can feel free to shoot us an email at foodfumblehotline at gmail.com. Em and I also have Google Forms um, linked to our, or on our Twitters. Uh, Em, what is your Twitter? You can find me at catchuptoemily. And you can find me at J-D-I-E-P-2. And just a side note, as we finish off this episode, you know, right now, we're really going through it for fellow college students. It's the end of term. Your eating might not be, like, the most healthy or whatnot. But, you know, in times of this, it's stressful. It's not much time for cooking. Like, cut yourself some slack. It's, like, okay to not eat, like, super healthy all the time, you know? And that you know sometimes you gotta make some sacrifices and in these moments that's just food so don't forget to eat take care of yourself drink water oh ton of water that's most important and you know cut yourself some slack and give yourself a pat on the back for making it through the term seriously it's been really hard we know all right well take care and bye-bye